Welcome back, everybody. We're here, season quattro. Season quattro. Episode tres. We are so bilingual. It's unbelievable. I'm really getting good. I picked it back up. I hear your Duolingo chimes in the backdrop sometimes. (laughs) I recognize them from my early days of COVID when I was like, I'm going to be bilingual. And I did it for like two weeks and I was over it. (laughs) It's funny you say that because I was lying in bed this morning. That's the first thing I do in the morning. So I feel like in the morning, my brain is like a sponge. Mm -hmm. And so... I was doing Duolingo and I'm and I heard you like making coffee, getting ready for your virtual class. And I was like, I wonder if she hears me doing Duolingo. I didn't this morning. Okay. The, coffee, the coffee was much too loud. <laughs> um, but we are here season three of Rise with Dina and Becca. We are. That is also our Instagram name, you guys. So it's very easy to find us. Um, Just provided. type it in. Lots of <laughs> your fingers might get a little tired, but or if you have you'll remember us. us. <laughs> and I am at Dina Ivis on and, the gram. And I am Becca Pace on the gram. And today's topic is a good one. I'm so, so excited to dive a little deep Me into too. these more heated topics, if you will. Um, so we're going to be talking about our some profound experiences in our lives mm-hmm. and how they've kind of affected us and directed us onto different life paths and paths. <laughs> paths. Is that another term for is, <laughs> Wait, is that a Spanish term? It's how you spell it. Paths. paths. So yeah, there you go, just saying it phonetically. <laughs> <laughs> and um and resilience that we've kind of built over the years of going through these paths. <laughs> of life. <laughs> I don't even know. It came out so organically and I was, yeah, I wasn't even like, going to stop you actually. I'm glad that I, you did. Yeah. I'm glad we had a moment about it, <laughs> but we, uh, we decided it might be a good idea to tell you guys like what we're going to talk about in the podcast, because sometimes you know, we go down these paths and then, and then there's no turning back. <laughs> there's no turning backage. <laughs> Um, yeah, this is exciting. And I, uh, even though, you know, we sat on this couch not too long ago, it feels like an eternity because there were travels, lots of travels, lots, lots of things went down, including me. And we'll talk about that. Um, (laughs) it's not uh, funny, but it's not funny, but like, that's one of the, I think that's one of the things we'll talk about, like towards the end of this topic is just like, you know, trying to find the, not the humor when things go bad. But but. I do think that there is something positive about, you don't have to laugh at the situation, but I think there is something good about making light in a way of something that could potentially pull you down. Because if you focus on like negative stuff, and this goes for any situation, it's only going to feel heavier. So why not make it feel light so that you can overcome Absolutely. Hence our topic for today. Couldn't have (laughs) said it better myself. Um, Um, yeah. I so, well, I love that. This, so this morning I was teaching my class on the beach and, you know, I intended to go to Panera bread shout out. I don't know why, but maybe, maybe we can us. get some sponsorships from there as well. Yeah. They have a mean ass breakfast sandwich with avocado. <laughs> avocado. <laughs> I said it because you say it like that. <laughs> um, it's really delicious and it's on a, a, a sprouted um, flatbread. I so. could have eaten two of those today. Isn't it delicioso? Yeah, it's really good, delicioso. Yeah. And, you know, I had planned to go there after my class. You know, I knew you were teaching and then you probably had stuff to do. And then you texted me saying, can I come meet you? And it was just, it was kismet, if you will. <laughs> I believe that's French for like serendipitous. Serendipitous. And, um, you know, because I was thinking as I was there before you got there about what we were going to talk about on the podcast. And, and I you- was thinking about it this morning too, because yeah, I've been away and I got back so late last night because my flight was oh, my hour and a half flight ended up being five hours long. So um, oh. we didn't have much of a chance to like really j- chat about stuff last night other yeah. than just like a quick 
uh, catch up from the last 10 days. Yeah. So I'm so happy that we got to meet. I know 10 days, it felt, it felt really fast and also really slow at the same time as time is these days. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but you have this book and I'm so excited because ironically, while I was away, my sister Amelia also recommended a really good kind of self-help book. Um, one of the secrets, so I feel like there's okay. like maybe seven volumes or something like yeah, that. I, I've heard of the secret, but I've never read any I mean, of the Yeah, books. I actually yeah. think I have it over here, but I'm, okay. I don't know that I read it fully. But anyway, she suggested the one that discusses money, relationships. And there's one other thing I, I, ha- I haven't obviously opened it up because I just picked it up this morning. Okay. But we haven't quoted these amazing books in such a long time. We so have I'm so glad that you're going to be um, quoting from one of your favorites for yeah. today to launch things. So I actually bought this book when I first moved here and, you know, it was, we've talked about this in the past, you know, our path is to getting here or, you know, it was from now on, that's the only way that you all can say pathos, no paths, just pathos. And then you can add this, 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 this. But the English language, I'm going to go on a tangent really quick. Like it is bizarre. Like how some things are the way they're pluralized and some things aren't like, aren't. like dear. It's not deers. No, it's, it's deer. Dull. But a deer, a female deer. No, but like more than one deer is, is deer. It's not deers. But like more than one cow is cows. What the fuck? It doesn't make <laughs> any English. Sense. Like I'm actually glad I'm learning Spanish because it makes a lot more goddamn sense. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I I envy I envy and also pity like all of you guys have to learn English. I'm so I sorry. Know. I'm actually so impressed by people oh my who God. can learn English because it makes no sense. Makes and then there's no like the sense. same word that is spelled differently yeah. but is pronounced the same. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Like read and read. Yeah, but it only in a sentence do you know how to say which one is which. <laughs> make it make sense, people. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Oh, God. But speaking of the English language, so yes. this book, and I reference this writer all the time on my Instagram, and I have mentioned her in the podcast countless times. Uh, I don't know if it's Brianna or Brianna. Let's say Brianna. And I, don't I feel know like if it's, it's more Weist or Weist, but let's say Brianna Weist. Brianna Weist That's sounds <laughs> so much better than Brianna Weist. That's like so upstate New York. <laughs> oh my God. It's so, it's, let's not say it like that. Right? We're going to class it up. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. And her book that um, the irony of the title of this book, is because we're going to talk about mm-hmm. um, where you were, the book is called The Mountain Is You. And uh, as you can tell by all my tabs, if you're watching the, um, the video version of this podcast, which by the way, you guys will talk about that at the end as well. Um, something happened with our video version from last week's, um, episode. episode yeah. So, so head annoying. on over to YouTube. We'll tell you right now. And then we'll, yeah, yeah let's get later. it. Let's actually, let's just get let's it just out get now. So out I don't forget because knowing us. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So if you haven't already subscribed to our YouTube channel, um, look, it's the same name, Rise of Dean and Becca. It's very long, but once you have subscribed, then you'll get notifications for all of our new episodes that air video version because yeah. some, for some reason, Spotify is being a little glitchy when yeah. you make edits um, in the video, which we literally never do. And the one time that you did, it wouldn't upload it correctly. Upload the video version. So. <laughs> so just head on over to YouTube and subscribe to our channel. We really appreciate it. And that way you have all the video uh, content, which... <laughs> Duh, of course I mean, you want that. Why wouldn't you your, want that in your queue? You know, and if you're an Apple podcast subscriber, you don't have the option to watch the video edition because it's only available through Spotify. Mm. So that's a great way to always see us um, in under the, the under the lights. And you can then you can see my new haircut. Right? It's so cute. Thanks. I really like this length on you. So I actually want my hair even longer, but yeah, I'm I'm sticking with this for now. You know, I want it to, to your butt crack. I want it to tickle my butt crack. I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> You know what I mean? It's a nice what feeling. if I just have a 
what if I just put in like an 80s tail? Like oh. all, and I'm just like, I get the tickle, but I still have the bomb. Party in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and anywho. So yeah, so the book is by Brianna Weiss. It's called The Mountain Is You. Um, I highlighted like almost every page. I even wrote like <laughs> notes and stuff. Oh, um, that's so sweet. Which is why like, you know, I tell people about this book all the time. Then I'm like, oh, I'll lend it to you. Then I'm like, all of my like, you know, scribble is in here. <laughs> They'll um, know your every last secret. Which is fine. I have nothing to hide. No. But um, but it really did get me through the transition of moving here and mm-hmm. just starting a new life and, you know, starting our business over and, you know, just so many things that went down when we um, came here from New York. And so rather than reading a passage from the book, I'm actually just going to read um, a little bit from the back of the book. And if this intrigues you, um, you guys should definitely purchase this book. And I will say, guys, when you get your books, if you can buy them directly from the writer and mm. not from Amazon, you know, whenever you can, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's just better. You yeah. Know? So if you can go just right to her website, I'm sure you can purchase the book directly from her or from even Thought Catalog, which I think is a little bit better than Amazon. So that's just my little two cents about how to be, I like that. you know, just a little bit more of a like, you know, conscious, conscious spender. Purchaser. I'm sorry. We didn't even. Can we just. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers to my third coffee of the day because um, I haven't drank much coffee in the past 10 days. And I'll tell you guys about why or wine, which is if you know me, you know that that, that is an indication that there was la problema. <laughs> um, so. So uh, this is just a little bit of what it says on the back. Okay. For centuries, the mountain has been used as a metaphor for the big challenges we face, especially ones that seem impossible to overcome. To scale our mountains, we actually have to do the deep internal work of excavating trauma. What a great Mm -hmm. word, Mm -hmm. which by the way, reminds me of when I was little and my dad used to take me to this mine up in New Hampshire and we'd have like a little pickaxe and we would like mine little like gemstones and stuff. We were excavating. I was excavating. So excavating trauma, building resilience and mm. adjusting how we show up for the climb. In the end, it is not the mountain we must master, but ourselves. I just got the chills. I, it, that couldn't be more perfect for literally and figuratively of what we're going to be talking about today. So I love that you brought this up. I actually thought you brought this out intentionally because Because of of the name. No, I didn't. Yeah. I just thought about like a book that really was profound to me. And since our topic was that I was like, oh my gosh, this, but obviously this book, and I haven't looked at this book in a while. Um, I feel like this is the kind of book that you just have and you pull it out for any little bump in the road mm-hmm. that you go through in life. Cause I'm sure that it can translate depending on like a huge shift or something small to kind of guide you in totally. the right direction. I'm yeah. hoping that, that, that my new secret book is going to do the same for me yeah, because I definitely, yeah. I mean, my, my sister was like, she had some really good and choice words about my attitude towards dating because okay. I'm very negative about it lately. And I see this little yeah, hair. Yeah, there's something I got on there. Thank okay. you. Thank you, love. Um, <laughs> and, she, you know, and we do talk about this a lot and how when you, your mental state can depict where, where these situations can lead, whether they- Yeah, and who you attract. And who you attract. Yeah. And I think this really, I'm looking at our notes because there's a lot, <laughs> but like, we, this is something that I think really helps us to uh, determine- like how we're going to overcome maybe fears or obstacles that happen in our lives. So, yeah, I mean, right in the front of the book, it also says, you know, that the point of this book is transforming Mm self-sabotage into self-mastery. And I feel like a lot of times, especially in dating, you know, we self-sabotage by kind of like 
the people that we, we, well, I go into it with completely no, um, no hope, <laughs> <laughs> which in and of itself is self-sabotaging exactly. because it's like, if you go into it yes. being like, well, this is probably going to suck oh, anyway. It's I'm like, reflecting yeah. exactly what's yeah. going to be coming back to me. I'm glad so you course. talked about that with your sister. Yeah, no, it was really great. And so uh, this is great because we're going to be teasing our next episode for oh, next week, which it's such a good one. I'll, I'll have read some of this book by then. So good. hopefully I'll have a little bit more of a positive attitude about it, but we'll see. Um, so we were separated. We were for 10 days. I had a, a major family trip that I did like in two chunks, which I don't know that I'll do it again, like back to back. Cause that's just a, a long time to be away. And it yeah. was a lot of traveling yeah. and not a lot of sleep. Um, but it's ironic that we're going to talk about this because I climbed my first mountain, everybody. Yeah. And like a real deal mountain. <laughs> a real. It wasn't like a, a nature walk. No. And, you know, I have to shout out my brother because for, for many reasons, A, he really thought like highly of me that I would be able to do this summit. Well, yeah, you know, he says most people that come into this for a living. Well, this is a different kind of strength, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah, and, sure. you know, it's like, I really love, however, coming into these situations that humble the shit out of you when you think that you're like, I'm, I'm untouchable. Like yeah. I'm really strong. I feel really good in my body and my strength. And then you start doing something that you're not used to doing. And you're like, oh, oh my God. Like, yeah, I'm embarrassed by myself and how, how I'm really struggling here. Um, but yeah, we, we, he had us planned to do, it's called Mount Elbert, and it is the highest summit in all of Colorado and the second highest summit in the lower 48. That's what they say. The, the hiker, lower the lower 48, not you know including the lingo. Alaska. I know. <laughs> I'm basically a professional now. I mean, and I you have, have like actual hiking boots. I was which... literally just going to say that. <laughs> I was going to thank you for letting me borrow them because we happen to have the same foot size. We do. And um, <laughs> um, I, yeah, I opted to just buy my own new, my own pair rather than They're trying nice. to like borrow a pair that was a little bit too big. And thank Jesus, oh, because yeah, that was the move. You have to have comfortable socks and comfortable shoes. Yeah. Um, but I, I won't go completely into this because I could take up an hour talking about my experience. But I want to talk about my <laughs> this like breakthrough that I had on this yeah. mountain. So or breakdown, breakdown. <laughs> yeah, it was first. It was a breakdown. Then it was a major. A yeah. Um. And and it, this circles back to the people that you're with and the support system that you have. Yeah. And and the, the mindset the and the mindset and the resilience that we all have as human beings, regardless of the situation. Yeah. And you knew this about me a little bit, and I've I've mentioned this, you know, in passing. Like, oh, I have a small fear of heights. Like where I would be afraid to like jump off of like a minuscule rock in the grand scheme of things into like a body of water. I would be like, I get to the yeah. edge and like have this stiff moment. I'm the same. Yeah. So I'm glad you can relate. And any of you out there who relate to this, it's like, you don't, you don't have any control over it. No. Your whole body just like, is like, nope, I'm not doing this. Yeah. And anyway, we had hiked a couple hours and we were now past the tree line, folks. So that's how high up we were. The trees don't grow anymore. Incredible. And, you know, it's an incline the whole time. And, you know, we would stop every 10 feet or something just yeah. to catch our breath. So, and Dennis was amazing. He was like pacing me. So I didn't, I went out of the gate way too hard. Like at the very start, I was like, <gasps> I was sucking air so hard. And we had walked for like 10 minutes. He's like, you should probably take breaks with me. Cause I was like, you ready? You ready? So anyway, thank God he was like my, my rabbit, you know, how they have those, those pacers on the track. Yeah. So it was so great. Cause he's, he's climbed a lot of mountains in Colorado and anywho, we took a break and this was like the first time that we had taken like significant break outside of the trees. 
And that was the first time I looked back to see where we had come from. And you guys, I lost it. I was like, we are up so fucking high. That's all I kept saying. Oh like, God. we're up so high. We're up so fucking high. And so I, we sat down, took a break, and then I lost it. Oh my body God. didn't want to move. I was holding on to rocks because I thought I was going to fall off oh my the mountain, God. even though you don't because you're clearly, you are, there's gravity out there as well. <laughs> Thank God for um, that. But I have to say, you know, I had to go through this process in my brain and in my body and with my partner, with my brother. Yeah. And I think I mentioned this to you last night and I mentioned this to him as well. I, I know my experience would have been different had I been with someone else. Yeah. Had I been with maybe a boyfriend who was like too pushy mm-hmm. and, you know, we've all been in these situations before where, you know, your limits, but you're either trying to maybe impress the person totally. and they'll push you with aggression and they don't, there's no compassion. Don't be a pussy. Exactly. And it's like, and uh, then you don't want to do it even more, or then you push through and you're upset because you're not, you're really not in the right mindset. Yeah. And then I was like, Oh my God, I don't want to let him down because this is something he's been really looking forward to. So I was having this struggle in my, in my head. And honestly, we sat in silence for a bit while I bawled my brains out (laughs) and held onto the rocks and wondered, you're going to need a rescue unit to get me off this damn mountain. (laughs) And Dennis was the one who spoke first. And he was like, you know, where we are right now is basically the same elevation climb as the mountain that he takes his other friends on. So he's like, so if you really look at it, you've already summited a mountain. And of course I'm like, what a great perspective. It was the best perspective. And that's just the way that he is. He sees, he's very calm. His demeanor is very, it's, he's just easy to get along with. I've yeah. always gotten along with him really well. And when he said that, and then he basically congratulated me for getting as far as I did and said, if you're ready to go, we can go. You guys, I was like, I immediately felt so much better. I could yeah. let go of the earth. I'm like, okay, let me just try to walk down. And anywho, once I realized I could actually walk down that incline right. or that decline, like gonna be I wasn't going to be stuck at the top. Yeah. That's when I said, Dennis, I think I can try to go higher. And he was like, his eyes lit up his face. Yeah. And I was like, really? Are you sure? I said, I want to go. And I just want to see how high I can go. Ugh. And if my body says that's enough, then it's more physical and it's right. not mental anymore. Cause that's the, was the biggest struggle of all. And we did it. You guys, we didn't get to the summit because it was really, really rough terrain. And yeah. even like the expert mountain climbers that were like, up in shorts and like Tiva sandals, basically they were coming down and they were like, yeah, that's, it's really hard. Well, and also we live basically at sea level in South Florida. So, (laughs) you know, I'm, because I will be in Denver in a couple of weeks, like I'm very curious to see, because I've never been in that high of elevation. Probably the closest I've gotten to was in the Greek islands when we did it kind of similar. It wasn't a hike per se, but it was like, you know, we went up a pretty steep incline, um, on this walk across the Island. Have you been to Colorado before? Um, I, I briefly was there for work for like a hot second oh. in Boulder, but like, I didn't even, it was like one day. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're going to have the time of your life and on it. And, and my brother, actually, you guys is going to refer some, some mountains that, that so you're going to climb. Maybe but, I'll even meet him when. I'm oh my God. There. You guys should totally link up. Yeah. Cause we'll be there for a bit. So I'll, I'll put you guys in touch. Okay. Dennis, if you're listening and you will, because I'm shouting you out, I'm going to tell <laughs> you that I'm shouting you out. Uh, we'll put you guys in touch so you guys can well he did out. follow me on instagram so thank you dennis thank you yay for <laughs> I, told, I did tell him to follow you back Good. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway you guys it was just um once we got to the point where my physical body said that's enough 
We sat on what felt like the moon. It was just rocks everywhere. And what we were looking at, and this is kind of what we were saying, like this moment, it literally took my breath away. I mean, I was sucking oxygen and he was drinking champagne. I was like, but I couldn't, you can't even fathom the vastness of our earth and of just our planet and everything when you're, you're at the top of it. Yeah. And had we made it to the summit, we would have seen 360. Like we would have been able to see, I I can't even imagine, but like where we were was enough. You're, you know, you're like in line with the clouds there. It's just, it is breathtaking. And it actually, I mean, this is like on a very small scale and this is a very common thing. It's not like scaling a mountain, but you know, flying. Don't belittle any of that. We talk about heights and how we're scared of heights. And I've always, you know, and I've talked about this in the past on the podcast, had a fear of flying to the point where it was debilitating. Mm. Like what happened to you where your body just like, can't, you can't physically move and you're just, you're so seized up by fear Mm -hmm. and like, just, you know, this, this overwhelm. And so I used to feel like that when I would fly. And it was mainly because I was on a very, very turbulent flight when I was young and it like really traumatized me. So when I was older and I, discovered that there are things like Xanax. (laughs) I would always just take Xanax, Mm -hmm. especially when I would fly solo, Mm -hmm. because I was just like, well, just in case it's turbulent, I'll take it. And, you know, I have nothing against, listen, you do what you got to do to like feel comfortable and medicate yourself and do whatever you need to do. But, you know, I was like, I got to a point where I'm like, I don't always want to take Xanax. And Mm -hmm. like, I've had some really smooth flights where I didn't even need it, you know, like, and I can also just have wine, which is delicioso. There you go. (laughs) I said that yet again, Um, (laughs) because it is, and I haven't had it in so long. Um, But yeah, so, you know, I was like, and I would have them both (laughs) together sometimes too, just so I could like pass the fuck out. Yeah. So but like, you know, and I would never take a window seat because I'd be so scared to like, look out and see how high we were. And just the thought of like the loss of control, like you're just up there and you're Mm -hmm. at the mercy of the pilot and nature. And I have to say when you're up on the mountain, which you will be the weather shifts like that crazy. And so, and the sun is very warm. Um, obviously it's summertime. So the, the sun is very warm, Yeah, but you can be really warm in your tank top. And then all of a sudden in a a matter, a wind comes through and the temperature drops like 30 degrees and it's super windy, but the sun is still out. It's almost like, well, it's like when you're flying and it's like, oh, it's a beautiful day to fly, but then you get above the clouds and there's like crazy turbulence, you know? So, um, you know, I decided a few years ago to wean myself off of Xanax and I do have it like on standby. Like if I'm taking a really long flight and it's like extra turbulent, right? but I really haven't taken it at all. And I'm just really proud you. of myself. You know, I know that, that's I mean, like that a small the, milestone, it's but not though. it's not because you, at one point you're kind of dependent on this thing to get you through these obstacles. Exactly. And now when you don't even need it, you don't need it. Be- why? Because you've tra- retrained your mind to say, I can be okay because you've had now better experiences. And yeah. I think that also it's kind of parallels to Dennis's attitude towards me yeah. when you can go through something that normally makes you feel really, really off. Yeah. But then you have something to kind of balance it to make you see the light, if you will, like, oh, wait a second, it's, it's going to be okay. Right. Then something shifts inside of you and it might not be instantaneous and it might not be forever. I mean, it's not to say the spears won't come back, but at least you kind of know how to manage them a little bit more. Yeah. You know, so the next step for me and, you know, I actually, we should do it together if you're open to it because we're so close to the Bahamas here in Florida Let's take a boat or one of those so tiny planes. there's the boat which is what I would normally take because you want to do the little puddle jumper I would do the puddle jumper I think 
This is big for me to say. All right, bring it in. Okay. I'll do it. Okay. We were above puddle jumpers on the mountain. Planes were below us. <laughs> so I could do it because yeah. we're like, you know. It's, it's, we'll be up, we'll be down. We'll be up and, and down. We'll land in paradise. And so, yeah, let's, yeah. let's do it. Let's do it. At some point. I really want it. We're so close to the Bahamas. Like we have to. It's we silly have not to. It's it. literally like a 30 minute puddle ride. Or you could take like, you know, a three hour like a, ferry. Is it three hours? I think it's a bit. It, I don't know. You I know what? When it. I balance those out, I think I'd rather do the puddle jumper you know, because I don't do well on boats. Yeah. Yeah. You're, <laughs> yeah. I don't do well on boats. Yeah. So we're going to do Okay. It. Great. Done. Okay. Elbow. Bam. Perfect. <laughs> um, and so while I was gone, uh, well, even before I left, you were feeling a little off. So there was something yeah. going down, but you overcame a giant. Yeah. I don't want to bring the mood down too much. You're not. Because um, look at you. <laughs> you're up. The mood is up. I mean, most of y'all know if you've been listening to the podcast that I recently recovered from a broken foot and knock on wood, my foot has been amazing. I have not had no residual pain. I've worn high heels and danced for hours and like my foot is good as new. However, um, so I got this like stomach virus, you know, and Which I, I think is going around. Yeah. A lot of, shit's a lot going of around. shit is going around. Yeah. So be careful you guys. And, and if nothing else take away from this, like please hydrate and not only hydrate, like electrolytes mm-hmm. are so key. You can drink all the water in the world, but like you need, you do need electrolytes, yeah. especially if you're not eating like a lot or a well-balanced diet. Mm-hmm. Like it's just in, in, in the summer and the humidity, like I don't care if you're in New York city or South Florida, like it's super important, especially if you're active outdoors, which Absolutely. is the mistake that I made. Um, so not to say it's bad to be active outdoors, but just like not realizing that I wasn't like checking in with my nutrition and I was only drinking water on mm-hmm. these like super long bike rides in the heat. Um, yes. And that's a huge exertion. Yeah. And you, I almost feel like you don't realize you don't, because there's like the wind. Exactly. I'm not sweating. So Mm -hmm. yeah. So I think that that definitely exacerbated my um, condition and really derailed me. So I I wasn't feeling so good, but I was like, "Ah, it'll pass, you know, whatever. And I did two COVID tests. I didn't have COVID. And so, you know, and, and I was like, it'll, it's fine. It'll pass. I want to (laughs) just, I want to interject and say that Dina is the type of person who doesn't show her pain. And not only do you not show your pain, but you don't ask for help when you're in pain. Yeah. So like you have a very thick skin that is hard to puncture, (laughs) Um, but it, but you know, things happen and sometimes like you have, we don't want bad things to happen for us to kind of slow down and recollect. But anyway, um, maybe that's what we needed in a way. It's true. It's true. I mean. It takes a lot for me to show my pain and Mm -hmm. it takes a lot for me to ask for help. Um, And, you know, that's my own thing that, you know, I've just always been that way. I've always been just very, you know, because I've been through a lot. I've just been very, and we all have been through a lot, but, you know, I've, I've seen people very, very sick. And, you know, I'm always like, what I have is nothing compared, but we can't think that way because exactly you know, because what I had was minimal and then it turned into something that could, could have, but minimum maximum, it's a still something that you're going through. Yeah. I don't think we need to play and say that one no. is you know, worse or better than the other. And if you ignore those things that start <laughs> off as minor, mm-hmm. something major, like what happened to me could happen to you. So mm-hmm. this is a, this is a cautionary tale. You guys key take caution away. sign is up. So, you know, as I mentioned earlier, you know, I didn't want coffee or wine. And those are two telltale signs that like something is wrong. 
Um, and you know, I talked to my mom who's a nurse and she's like, it sounds like a virus. And Randy shout out <laughs> was like, you know, don't, don't like disregard this, like go, go to the hospital, just get checked out. And I was like, no, 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 I'm fine. It'll pass. Like, you know, because I'd have these spurts of like feeling good yeah, again. So yeah. I was like, oh, I'm getting better. And then all of a sudden I'd have like 102 temperature, you know? Mm -hmm. So anyways, and my girlfriend was coming to town. And so that was another reason why I was like, I mean, not that this is the reason, but I was like, you know, I'm going to be fine. Like, I'll be fine. For you sure. know, I'll push through this. She'll get here. I'll feel great. You know, so I was trying to will it away, which you, <laughs> it doesn't just, work. Can't really it do also that. doesn't work when you're older. <laughs> we, we're learning that very fast and furiously. So, um, you know, I, I was feeling pretty like, you know, fatigued for days and I was still working and riding the bike and barely eating and and all that. And, um, you know, eventually, um, my girlfriend got into town and like, she knew right away, like, she's like, something's like, you're not. And I'm like, Oh no, I'm fine. It's just like, you know, I've been a little bit, you know, just out of it this week, but I'll be fine. And then, uh, it just started to get progressively worse. So it was very comforting at least to have, um, you know, somebody here. To, I'm so I would have been glad you had somebody here because yeah. I would have freaked out. I mean, I'm sure Randy would have come over at some point, but, but you still. know me, I probably wouldn't ask. I know. So I probably would have just been laying here alone with Milo. Hopefully he would have come and thrown his big, well, fat you know what they say me. about cats? Like if something happens and you're laying on the floor, cats are going to come over and eventually eat your body. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, that's, that's how I would have went then because holy shit, I would have went that way. Oh because, my God. Especially too, because Milo would have been real hungry because yeah. I wouldn't have been here to feed him. <laughs> so what ended up happening, long story short, is um, I, uh, friends came by and, you know, I was chatting and I, I felt as I was talking to them, like I heard this that internal tunnel, dialogue. Right? Yeah. Where I was like, I feel like I could faint. And I've only had one fainting experience years ago in New York city. And I think it was caused by vertigo, which I don't have, but I think I had a, a, like a, a mm. quick little stint of mm -hmm. it because like, I just saw like lights and colors and like everything just got real. And that's not how I felt this time around. Okay. Um, so, so I think it was something about like, I also get very claustrophobic and it was like a very crowded subway. So I think you get this. Yes. So, um, so I, I did faint or pass out or something happened once but that it was just like a, a once isolated instant years ago and so you know and now I know you guys if you ever feel this way sit the fuck down sit immediately. down immediately onto whatever surface you can sit on yeah. better on the floor so you're not elevated and put your head down yes um and had I known that I could have avoided this so you know I'm chatting with my friends and then they left and I went to I was so tired I went to go lay back down in bed and all I remember is walking from our kitchen to my bedroom which is just a few steps mm -hmm. and then I remember hearing like at the sound of like a crash and a crack and then I woke up and my girlfriend had her arms around me and she was trying to like pick me up off the floor mm. and I had no idea how I got onto the floor and then I turned my head and I saw there was blood on the floor and so what ended up happening is I passed out and she was actually napping when this happened so she didn't see it happen but mm -hmm. she heard it and my friends who were visiting they heard it from all the way down the hall apparently I was standing up and I went straight back. And that's my what head. happens. That's why fainting is so terrifying. And when you start to feel that coming on, it, you can't stop it once it starts yeah. and wherever you're at, that's it. Yeah. I went down like a fucking oh domino. Like, I went down my, I will say this though, my little tiny head, she is strong as fuck. She like a coconut. <laughs> you have a hard hat? I do. Aww, She's hard because <laughs> I mean, you know, obviously I, I, went to the emergency room and they did all these tests. They did an EKG. They did a CAT scan. It's good to know I have 
no brain tumors and my heart is very strong. Great. I did blood work, um, but it was only a superficial wound. I do have, however, you guys, six staples in my head. And if you've never had your head stapled, it is a really odd sensation. I mean, yeah. they numbed me, but like, I literally had a staple gun. Ooh, it kind of gives me the heat. Yeah, they're still in I'm there. not trying to be a, a no, jerk. No, it's gross. But it's I haven't even looked at it because I don't want to see it. Cause I don't, I mean, he, just the thought of the sound that I heard when I fell and knowing that that was my head is like, you know, traumatizing enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, that happens while you're away, but I will say, um, well, number one, I was talking to a family member who will remain nameless after this happened. And, you know, because words got around that this happened, I'm not the type when things happen to me, if I've been talking a lot, please interrupt me because <laughs> well, it's a long, it's, these are good. Stories. I tried to make it short, but these it's stories like, need to have time to be, we need all the details, <laughs> but I know you can interject on this. So this will be a good way to like get the pathist back to you is, that, um, <laughs> is um, you know, they, and I tried not to like, I told my mom, obviously, mm -hmm. but you know, and then the word spread or whatever. And, you know, so I was talking to a family member and they were like, there just seems to be like a black cloud over you and this family. And I'm just, because, you know, I just broken my foot and recovered from that. And like, I don't choose to look at things that way at all. You know, first of all, look at me now. It's only a few days later. Yeah. And I had the support of friends and, you know, my girlfriend and like, I wasn't alone, you know, it could have been so much worse. I could have gotten eaten by Milo. Milo <laughs> could have eaten you. you I know? would have come home to a real, even fatter cat and no, and no wifey. <laughs> it would have been very upsetting, you know, and it was a learning experience too, because it was a, just a, a reminder yet again, which I clearly needed that you need to fucking listen to your body. You exactly. And this is, this is why you, you had the support now, you know, this is like a, like a life lesson learned in a way. Yeah. And it was a similar situation parallel on the mountain where my, you know, it's like, I had to listen to my body in these moments. And I, I don't know why we feel like we have to just push through everything. And I'm not saying everybody does this and I'm not saying it's a bad thing all the time, yeah. but there are moments where we have to like, take a freaking step back there. We have what's, what is it like? Um, our bodies are very smart and they tell us what we they need do. to know. It's, we just don't listen. We don't. And then shit happens. Yeah. Even in like a yoga class, like I always say this to my students. Um, I once like pulled my hamstring very badly. And I know you can, this actually happens happen. to you as well. Yeah. Because I was just in like a reclined hamstring stretch and I was pulling too hard on my leg and my leg was trembling Shaking. out of control. And I was like, no, surely I can get like one more inch. And, you know, then I was like, yeah, I couldn't even do yoga for like two weeks because I went too far. Yeah. You know, yeah. my body was like trying to desperately tell me like back the fuck off, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, yellow light, red light. And I didn't listen. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So well, guys, you listen to your body. Key takeaway. Key <laughs> takeaway. Um, so yeah. And I think to kind of circle back to like what we've kind of written on here too, um, you know, these profound experiences that happen in our life, whether they're positive or negative, they are going to affect us in some way, but it is how we decide. And like, maybe you have a family member that's like a Debbie Downer and is shedding the wrong light on a situation. And yeah. then you, you don't come out of it the way that, you know, you want to, but, or, you know, that's also an opportunity to maybe 
I mean, explain to them exactly. the other side, the other side. Like it yeah. does, you don't have to look at it like, Oh, just because I got injured twice within four months that there's a black cloud. It's like, no shit happens. And you know what? I had a good fucking run up to this point. So yeah. yeah. And, it's, and you know, the injuries did not like, you were still doing your Pilates. You were still fierce and doing all your things. Yeah. I mean, and you just took this week to chill out. Yeah, because you were having a stomach bug that you needed to chill out for anyway. And I got (laughs) lots of really amazing cuddles and and other things while I was here. And so, and that I'm sure has sped up the process as well. (laughs) Yes. Sex is good medicine. You guys. Oh, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. folks. (laughs) There she is again. I am a Debbie Downer about dating. Should we tease what we're going to talk about next? Yeah, week? let's we talk, cover everything. I mean, we were going to talk a little bit about, but I feel like we can do a whole episode on this, you guys. But one thing we we did want to talk about at some point, and I think I would love to like gather if, if you're on board with this, okay. gather some like information from our listeners about this topic, because I'm sure a lot of you out there are, you know, at least a, a good portion don't have children and mm-hmm, are, you know, maybe mm-hmm. over 30 and, you know, talking about profound experiences, like people say like, that's the most profound thing that a woman can experience. But for me personally, because that's not something I've ever aspired to, I don't feel like anything is missing. And I've found profound experiences through things other than childbirth. I completely so. agree with you. And I, you know, was just with my family for a baby shower and I was just a lot exciting. of my family. It's like, it's so exciting. I'm going to be an auntie again. I'm so happy to be an auntie. It's the best. <laughs> that's, that's the best way to be a, you know, person involved in a child's life yeah. is to be an aunt or an uncle or, or a cousin for that matter. But you know, it's, I, when you're around people who are all parents. I mean, everyone that was there was a parent to a certain degree. Yeah, no, everyone was, except for like the ones who were not old enough to have kids yet. (laughs) So, um, yeah. And, and to your, to, to your point, profound experience for me and maybe 15, 20 years ago, I was like, I want to have a child, but I don't think I've ever really had that like motherly instinct that a lot of people that for animals I have always. Oh yeah. Me too. Give me all of the animals and put them on me and smother me. I don't (laughs) even care if I can't breathe, but like, that's just something that I, I don't think we as women are, it's not as accepted yet because these, yeah. this, you're, as a woman, you're supposed to get married and you're supposed to have kids. And this is what you're well, supposed to do. That's the first question you get asked when you get married is like, when are you gonna have kids? You know, yeah. Or like, do you have kids or right. have you been married right. or like these, totally. it's always these things. And I haven't been married and I don't have kids. And this is a yeah. point in my life where I really am. I feel like the can of worms has been open to so much potential and yeah. so many possibilities for other experiences yeah. that I, I, as a female and as a, as a grown person want for my life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is a, I support it all like have kids if you want kids, but also if you don't, that's okay too. And I don't think that there needs to be that black cloud over your choice no. To not have a family. Oh, because I'm glad we're talking about this because one thing that I did want to mention was that, sorry to interrupt was you know, I think sometimes people have kids because they want someone to take care of them oh, yes, in yeah. the future. And, you know, number one, there's no guarantee that your kids are going to take care of you. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, let's be real. But, you know, if that's one of the driving forces towards like, because you don't want to be alone or, you know, it's like I, the, the way that people came out in droves to take care of me mm-hmm. when I was injured, like just go to show, goes to show, I will never be alone. We, it, our circle of friends here and even back in New York too. Yeah. Um, it's 
friendships, especially when you're older in your life, those, they don't go away. Mm -hmm. And I even think about, I saw my friend Katie, who I grew up with. We've known each other for 30 years, more than 30 years, more than 30 years. And, um, you know, she and a bunch of other friends of mine that have been in my life for a long time, we are always going to be there for each other. I just know this. And I know this deeply rooted into my soul that you and Randy and Sarah and like new friends that we've met here, it's the same feeling of it's like friends equaling family. They are, you know, and so you can get that kind of support through people who you're not necessarily related to or your bloodline and stuff like that. So man, if you can have it all great, And if you choose that you, you know, don't want the family route, you can get family through your friends for sure. I love that. I almost feel like it's sometimes like even more, we understand each other. Friendships are, what if there's like a saying that's like, you can't choose your family, but you can choose your friends. Yeah, it's very true. And sometimes not, not to say that, you know, I mean, there's always going to (laughs) be some, some things within families that you might not all get along. You might not agree upon the same thing. It's totally normal, but you're picking your friends. Yeah. So for the most part, <laughs> you agree and have the same, you know, beliefs yeah. as your friends. And if you realize you don't, you can purge them, which I have done in my life. <laughs> and it's really great. It's so that's no, true. It's but so since true. I moved to Florida, I actually haven't, you know, I had I just, everyone that we've encountered has just been so wonderful. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, and then speaking of purging slash ghosting, Oh. This is going to be our teaser for next week's episode. This is going to be a funny, like a light one. And too. listeners, we really want your input on this one. Yes. So get into our Facebook group or DM us on Instagram or drop a comment on YouTube. Yeah. We really want to know your personal ghosting stories and they can be whatever. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be, I mean, dating or friends, you know, because I think both is yeah. great. I mean, dating, I think is more yeah. common. We'll focus more on dating, but um, you know, but people we, have been ghosted by friends too. And you're like, yeah, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. So it's an interesting topic and it's an, it's just an interesting word also like, the, yeah. oh, we're, this is something that we have to talk about now I in know. 2022. Oh, ghosting. Oh, you know what this reminds me of though, real quick, What? that I have to order our Halloween costumes. It's almost Wait, because October is around the corner and I'm traveling like almost all of next month. And then I'm traveling almost all of October. Yeah. So I'll get on that. You guys, we still have two rooms left in Bali. You guys get on that. Talk about moments that take your breath away. Go to Bali. Go to Bali. That trip. These are profound experiences. Unbelievable. We've had people that have come to Bali and you know this, that have been like, we get, we get home after a week or two in this amazing place. And they're like, yeah, I decided to quit my job and like follow my dreams. Yeah. Like how amazing is that? Travel like, does that. I completely agree with you. You know, and if you can't go to Bali, shamelessly I'm plugging my <laughs> retreat in Nicaragua for New Year's. If you want to wake up on a beach on New Year's Day and we're gonna do an intention setting workshop and just really well, shit, I didn't even get to explain what we're doing in Bali. Oh, I'm sorry. Ahead. Sorry, I thought you were just telling that you had two rooms left. Go on. I should elaborate more to make it more profound. Ah. No, continue. No, no, no. That was it. That was it. No, Hopefully you'll be there. I, sh- I, I'm, I'm dragging my feet. I don't know why. I'm a procrastinator. I did read something about procrastination. I'll okay. read it to you after this, or I'll pull it up for our next episode. But apparently, it's, it's not a bad thing if you're a procrastinator. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like the algorithm on Instagram just did that on purpose to make me feel better about myself. But that's okay. I took it and I ran. I was like, I feel great. Listen, great. That's listen. Sometimes that's all you need. Amazing. So next week we'll be at, we'll be back at it and hopefully we'll have some listener feedback, which would be amazing to make yeah. us. We, I want to hear stories. I, I can't wanna... wait to hear stories. Like when y'all 
sent us your stories and we'll prompt you. So we'll remind you on Instagram. Um, you sent us your stories of like the creepiest DMs you've ever gotten. And that shit was so hilarious. So hilarious. You know, and it's like, it, at least you, you can laugh about it now. So like, of course, like ghosting can be very hurtful and, you know, but, you know, you can look back and be like, first of all, that person obviously like- Bullet dodged everybody. Exactly. <laughs> huge red flag. <laughs> someone, you know, so yeah. it's like, if they, I, I always love the quote and I don't know who said it off the top of my head, but if they wanted to, they would. Or the things that are meant to stay will never leave. And like, those are my mantras. You know I what think I, I need to just keep saying that. And it's, it's, it's so true. We, we try to, I, we'll talk about it in next week's episode. Yeah. Otherwise I'll go on another tangent <laughs> about it. So send us your stories. We will, we can say anonymous or we can say your name if you feel. Yeah. Um, we don't have to okay. share your name yeah, we at can do all. It, whatever, however you want, just let us know. And anything you share with us on Instagram, like we're not going to, you know, we would never like share your handle without asking you first just exactly. so you know so anything you write in there will completely Confidential. yes exactly <gasps> oh my gosh well until next week i'm pumped we're gonna see some stories on that one this is gonna be a good one you guys and if you haven't already please subscribe to our youtube channel at rise with dina and becca and that's it bye bye